0: The podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is. One kiss means forever! forever. This is the podcast that talks about all of the shiny, twinkly lights and Christmassy things for that most wonderful time of the year where perhaps somebody will be brought into your house that you didn't know before and then you fall in love with them. We are yep. talking about our favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on all of those cheesy movie places, and specifically Hallmark, today. Yes, yeah.
1: You want to talk, you want to introduce this one, Katie,
0: because this is, I feel like... Oh,
1: sure. It's important
0: that you do this. Yeah. So little little thing, this was a um, – well, not a request, but we're doing this on behalf of my very soon-to-be mother-in-law. She is, This is her favorite Hallmark movie, and she made me watch this over Christmas of July. She didn't make me. I sat down while <laughs> she watched it while she was <laughs> – <laughs> bubbling about it and she was right so um this is what uh this is the most wonderful time of the year which is a is an oldie one but it came out december 13th 2008 can you believe it um right. and here's the hallmark synopsis corporate analyst and single mom jen tackles christmas with a business-like approach until her uncle arrives with a handsome stranger in tow And this is starring Brooke Burns, Henry Winkler, and Warren Christie.
1: So here is our synopsis. Jen, played by Brooke Burns, is a single mom in Chicago trying to do it all. On top of her job and parenting, she is trying to keep Santa alive for her son, Brian, by getting him the only thing he asked Santa to bring him, trying to get her house decorated since the neighbors want a uniformly decorated street, and prepare to make Christmas dinner for her boyfriend, Richard, and his parents. You know, like, because obviously she has not bitten off enough yet, I guess. Um Well, her mother was supposed to come for Christmas, uh, she has canceled. And now only former cop Uncle Ralph, played by Henry Winkler, is going to be visiting. So she's also hosting. It's not really in. But
0: she, she also has to be a host. Jen Ooh. does it all. <laughs> uh, so Uncle Ralph is from New York. Can you tell? And he hates to fly. But that's really the only way he can get to Chicago. But since he's unfamiliar with flying, he needs some assistance at the airport, which is how, when he's blown off by the actual airport employees, he meets Morgan, played by Warren Christie. Morgan is a bit of a free-spirited traveler who is on Ralph's flight and is able to help out and lie their way into first class. Uh, they pull a con, which I think is adorable that a cop is in on the con. Well, nobody got hurt. No, no. No. So it- it's like a, it's like a con, but like not a con. You know, it's, it's a paper like it's moon con. Yeah, <laughs> there is really no stealing other than the fact that they got into first class. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the two and a half hours of flight, um, the two become fast friends.
1: Arriving in Chicago, Jen and Brian are at the airport to greet Ralph. Almost like it's pre-9-11, but it's not pre-9-11. They are, like, too close to the gate, in my opinion. Yeah. Morgan's connecting flight to Denver is canceled for at least a day due to weather or, you know, maybe freak snowstorm. And Ralph insists that Jen let Morgan come home with them and stay in their house rather than on the floor of the airport. Jen, while hesitant, agrees, but only as long as it is just one night.
0: Morgan immediately takes a liking to Jen. I mean, she's gorgeous, so of course. (laughs) Um, So he keeps an eye out. Um, When a man stops by offering to hang her lights, Morgan watches him from the window. When he notices this guy is actually stealing things out of Jen's garage, he and Ralph, very coolly, confront the man and call the cops. And Morgan offers to hang the lights himself so Jen won't have to deal with this and her awful neighbor again. <laughs> At least about this issue. That's, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the neighbor. <laughs> um,
1: Richard needs to talk to Jen, so he calls to tell her he's stopping by she's not thrilled as she doesn't really want to have to explain morgan and his presence in her home but she jumps in the shower to get ready and relax a bit i guess and it fogs up the bathroom so when she's done and she's like wiping off the window as one does i guess usually it's a mirror but I, she's doing a window um uh, there's morgan you know face in the in the wiped off bit uh, hanging the lights. So, you know, awkward. She's at least in a towel. Yeah. So, you know, nobody saw nothing. Um, and Richard is confused about this lighting guy who's like clearly comfortable in Jen's home, but he sort of like decides not to deal with it. He's like, what the, this weirdo is like walking in and being like, hey, Jen, I'm getting coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One thing about Morgan is he is disgusted by Jen's fake tree. (laughs) He is very anti-artificial tree. So he takes Brian, Jen's son, to get a real one. Then Jen embarrasses herself by walking in on Morgan in a towel. But to get on more even footing, Jen makes a request. She has never made a turkey let alone one that needs to impress. Um, But she, so she reads a bunch of cookbooks and gets terribly confused because they all say like different things, which is why you should really only stick to one recipe (laughs) when you're doing things. Uh, But lucky for her, one of Morgan's many, many skills is that he is a chef. He knows how to make Turkey and he knows how to make it good. So after she fails at the supermarket part, she takes him with her. Um, She fails at the supermarket because her neighbor shames her into not getting, like, free range. (laughs) So we just... (laughs) First frozen. Yeah. Not unlike a conversation that is currently happening in my home. But that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, Uncle Ralph is scheming to keep Morgan around as long as he can.
1: Now, Morgan's an observant guy. So he picks up that Jen kind of hates her neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) So while hanging the lights that were uh, supposed to be all white, he includes one red bulb to piss this neighbor off. Because he's trying to teach Jen that she needs to embrace the true meaning of Christmas, he just wants to remind her that Christmas is about fun and family and traditions and not obligations and responsibilities of making Christmas perfect for everybody. Um, And when he calls jen on this it prompts a nightmare for jen which is bananas and i'm like like i'm legit terrified of her nightmare of yeah. serving like
0: a tiny like cornish game hen
1: yeah this, <laughs> oh it was as a stepford wife kind of person like it was terrifying
0: yeah <laughs> i recently had a waiting tables dream um like for the first time in a long time. And I was like, I haven't waited tables in over five years. Where is this coming from? (laughs) Stress. (laughs) The following day, Jen realizes that Ralph has been replaying the same weather report just to keep Morgan around. Like he like tapes it on a DVD somehow, which we'll talk about. (laughs) Um, So she drives Morgan to the airport. She's had enough of these shenanigans. But oh no, his passport is not in his bag. It must still be at Jen's house. And double oh no. Jen forgot to pick up the bike that Brian wanted from Santa, and the store closes at noon. She had prepaid this toy guy and said she promised to be there as close to closing time as possible, and it's like, ah, one more thing, this Morgan guy is ruining my life. Anyway, arriving at the store, they are too late, so they have to get creative. It just takes some minor violence and breaking and entering. But Morgan and Jen are able to get the bike safely home. Thank you, Santa. At home, Jen finds Morgan's passport with Ralph.
1: You know, again, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. I feel like we have a theme this year. Seriously. Uh, (laughs) But Jen is with Richard. Shut up, Uncle Ralph. She is even going with Richard to a Christmas Eve party. She gets all dolled up, and if there's a part of her that's, like, into Morgan noticing how nice she looks, like, no one needs to know. And if Morgan is doing some, like, daddy things, or or, maybe I should say dadly things, uh, because I don't mean daddy in that sense. Uh, (laughs) Like, getting on the roof so that Brian can hear Santa's footsteps, you know, he's just. Being a nice guy. That's it. And at this very, very boring party, Richard proposes. So put on the spot, which is, of course, as we've talked about many times, our
0: worst nightmare. Yep. Jen accepts. Richard, being Richard, brings Jen home and informs Morgan, man to man, that he doesn't want another man in the house. So Morgan needs to go. While he wants to talk to Jen, she is with Brian, um, you know, doing nighttime stuff. So he leaves a note. But he left it on the table and seeing it, Richard pockets it like any confident man would do. Of course. So the next morning, Jen is pissed off that Morgan just left without a note for her, only a note from Brian. Plus, she still has to make the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Day,
1: Morgan is at the airport, and Richard and his parents come to Jen's for Christmas dinner, maybe at, like, 10 a.m.? It's very early. It's quite early. Um, Richard has a gift card for Brian, so he tells him to basically get the gift card from his pocket. He's not even – he got him a gift card, and then he wouldn't even hand it to him. What an ass. Such a dick. (laughs) But what does Brian find? Morgan's letter, because it's in his coat pocket, because Richard is a douche. (laughs) (laughs) Furious, Jen breaks up with Richard, and he and his parents leave, and she realizes that she needs to go and try and get Morgan to come back. So she rushes to the airport, but it is, in fact, 2008, and she is not going to get past security without a ticket. So I guess... A strange airport yeah. you can pick up past security maybe but not arrive i don't i don't know i got nothing um that's oh well, yeah <laughs> uh well she doesn't have a mr bean in front of her uh to like get her through security she does have a ticket agent with an intercom and with her purse accidentally broadcasts her whole love story to the entire airport also a worst nightmare
0: <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> the ticket agent has the biggest heart and looks up morgan's flight but it's boarded so jen dejected heads out But before she can leave the airport There's Morgan calling her name. He heard her over the intercom and didn't get on the plane. So they head back to Jen's house for the real Christmas they all want. Stepping inside the door to her home, Morgan pulls her in and they kiss. And since one One kiss kiss means forever, forever, looks like Uncle Ralph is getting his Christmas wish of Morgan joining the family. The end. The end. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. That was my least favorite part of the movie was the intercom part. I was like, I was with you the entire time. And then the intercom part happens. And now I'm like, so uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) You know, I was on board for like, I think I think I would have been. I, I first I don't buy it because I don't believe that there is an intercom system that you can hear throughout the whole airport that you can't hear at the ticket agent, yeah, that whatever. That being said, it wasn't intentional, so I was okay,
0: okay. It was an accident,
1: yes, and she didn't know she was doing it true, 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 true. Should we jump in? yeah, I have a I have some things all over the board, yeah. Um, The first thing, I think I just need to get it off my chest because it really upset me, like a lot. On the plane to Uncle Ralph, Morgan says he just turned 30
0: and I lost my ever loving mind. (laughs) Back in 2008 when turning 30 was a death sentence. (laughs) I was like, you're 30? You've done all this and you're 30? (laughs) How? How? Man, that just, yeah, you, that just kind of encapsulates ev- like the hub of my anxiety is like just everything right there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. So I feel like that brings up kind of a good point where a lot, so many, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because. You know, I've been watching rom com since I was a a wee one and now I am past the age where most rom-com people are, and yet I am not a vice president of any sort of company or you're not the vice president of marketing at business. (laughs) In business. No, I'm not. (laughs) I am also not a world renowned anything. we're up for a giant promotion that has to get done before Christmas. Um and so some some I do actually experience some anxiety around all of this. I'm like this person's 29 and they're like I'm like hello? Yeah,
1: <laughs> sorry. Right. I, I was legit upset that he was so young.
0: Like it really upset me. <laughs> wow. Thank you Hallmark for beginning to make stories uh for some of us we we slightly older but not older ladies. <laughs> uh okay
1: um i i really would love to talk about rita the neighbor okay let's do it because like i mean she definitely sucks she's terrible because she's hardcore husband shaming yeah like in a way that i was like you are a terrible person yeah clearly like you are telling her that like she's, she's not a good person because she doesn't have her lights up and she doesn't have her lights up because she doesn't have a husband.
0: Like that is the, it is that specific. Yes, this is true. Um, what first came to my mind is like, Rita would be, I think Rita lives in like the severance town. (laughs) Like if you guys have watched (laughs) that show at all out there, like she's very, very like this is the way things are and life. She just, she seems like she would be very red to me. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. She is
1: the, uh, you know, suburban white woman that we all hear about who copies her husband's ballot. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: My husband copies my ballot. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but like,
1: I mean, so she was terrible and just terrible. But I didn't quite figure out how Morgan knew that she was terrible.
0: Um and I, that doesn't she like that, complain about her to him or something? Or he doesn't he see one of the conversations? I mean, I
1: guess so. He must, but like I so he leave, he puts one red bulb in their white, he, you know, Rita's like every everything has to be white. And he leaves one red bulb in and apparently makes up a story about a red candle, which I thought was real. I
0: feel like I've seen it in others. <laughs> I want it to be real. They should, they should I think that Hallmark should make like the Portuguese folktale of the one red candle. <laughs> I
1: mean, I was like, I swear to God I've seen this before." So I that part I was a little bit like, "Wait, this isn't real. what huh? Um so, like. He does this, he figures out that's going to piss her off, which I thought was, like, very intuitive. But yeah. then he, like, is on point to be there to piss her off, like, with this whole story that he's got. And it, I, I couldn't figure out if it was an ad lib or if he had come up with this or, like, he is just
0: on it. Yeah, he's a good bullshitter, but a sweet bullshitter. Like oh yeah he bullshits for the right reason he sure does uh, that's kind of like one of my um it's not a it's not a uh, what the fuck or anything but that's one of my my favorite parts of this movie is him and Henry Winkler just bullshitting together they are so fucking cool like they are like when they notice the guy stealing from the garage it's not a we gotta go save the guy it's a very calm and collected. You want to go deal with this? Yeah, man. Let's go deal with this. Like, they, like they've been on the streets for years, you know, like this yeah. is like the buddy oh, cop movie that we've been wanting.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, clearly Morgan is the instant son that Henry Winkler has always wanted.
0: Yeah. Clearly. Yeah.
1: Like he's like,
0: yep, you're my person. Cool. I'm into you. I loved it. I love it yeah. so much. My major what the fuck moment was that DVD recording. Okay. Because I don't remember being able to record on a DVD, especially straight (laughs) off the television. Now, videotape. Yes, I remember doing that. I used to do that all the time. We all did. But DVDs, I don't remember, recall being able to do that. Do you, Hannah? I do
1: not. Though, if you told me that technology existed, I would be... I I personally would be like I must have just not had that. I and see. Yeah. I don't. I, I guess it didn't strike me as like we never had that technology. I just have no idea if we did it. I will say it clearly was not something that like your average person had.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because I'm thinking like in 2008 we did have I think we did have TiVo by then. So that would that would have been the recording. Um, yeah, we we did.
1: Yeah, we absolutely did because that would have been when we met. So, yeah, we absolutely had
0: DVR. Yep. Um so, there we go. Anyway, um there was yeah. and then there's this one little part that kind of bugged me. The only part that bugged me about um uh Morgan. Is that one point when they're going shopping, they're like looking at like hats or something. And she's asking him questions about his life. And he keeps avoiding them by talking about how well she looks in like hats and, and talking and like being flirty with her. And that Ooh. just that skeeved me out so much. <laughs> it's like, I like you a lot, Morgan, but now you're behaving like a creep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well... I, I genuinely do question her taste in men because so Brian's father, like, pieced out, I think pre-Brian. Yeah. I think so. Did they say? Um, Richard is just full on trash. Yeah. Like, he's terrible. Um, and we're told he's terrible because he has shiny shoes, but <laughs> he is terrible, like, he is so concerned that there is a man in her home it's like do you trust this woman at all Mm -hmm. because you certainly don't seem like you do and like and has the balls to ask morgan to leave without talking to jen about it first. right like he's just like he he is a little insecure baby man um and i mean besides the fact that he has the terrible judgment to ask her to marry him at a party full of people she doesn't know and uh, very bad he and his entire family like also like kind of diss her earrings that are her sentimental earrings. Thank you. I and, was gonna mention like. That. I was like, even if you you don't have to like everything, but like clearly, like she says, like oh, they were my aunt's or something. Like she says something, and she clear she clearly likes them. If you don't like them, keep your fucking mouth
0: shut. Yeah. Well, they are jewelry people. And so they were, um, like, Richard owns a jewelry store. Uh, so her mom's brief response was, those earrings, they're a bit retro, don't you think? Richard can reset them for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: but what what is this woman? The, this woman isn't in jewelry, is she? Is, is it a family business? I, think I, we I thought, I got the impression it? that it was, that they were in on the on the store. Also, retro is cool for jewelry. FYI.
0: Also, like, who are these people that refit stuff, you know, just to, to go with the time? You know what I mean? Like, those and those earrings specifically yeah. are classic. Like, it was right. just, like, what picture <laughs> like, of They're, like,
1: <laughs> ruby drops or whatever. Yeah, they're,
0: like, little, like, rectangular, they're gorgeous. Like, they're yeah, freaking they're... beautiful. Timeless is what I meant to say. There you go. There you go. <sighs> anyway anyway um and i did make a note about when that turkey was done it was one fifteen, and i was like when the fuck did she start making that turkey then 8 a.m like <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i guess because turkeys um, take hours
1: and uh, one more quick little thing before we move on i suppose um i believe it was richard who said it now that i'm forgetting but there is a line in this movie that says that somebody says i don't want to eat chinese on christmas and i felt
0: attacked <laughs> it was richard's father oh,
1: richard's father
0: okay yeah. <laughs> and you should feel attacked <laughs> i think that's a very culturally like important thing for people to mm-hmm. eat chinese on christmas <laughs> yes it's a thing
1: i've done it my whole life
0: yes chinese on christmas and I have liked it when I have joined you. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> Should we get into Hallmark Hallmarks? Sounds good. Love it. All right. So we have a precocious child. We do. And a single mom doing it all.
1: We have someone who is not really into the idea of Christmas. Uh,
0: and paired with a Christmas lover. Yes. Um, The wrong thing is a gift card. Um, And
1: to go along with my other one, uptight versus free spirit. Yeah. Uh, We have shade for artificial trees. Yeah, which actually, before we move on, can we just say, there's always shade for artificial trees. I called it boo fake tree. Um, (laughs) But like one of Hallmark's biggest sponsors is balsam hill yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's really baffling to me
0: (laughs) i agree i have also thought about this where they want you to buy their put up in 10 minutes or five minutes two minutes fake christmas tree but i feel like there is such a like cultural need to have christmas tree farming as well (laughs) (laughs) that they have to have both and that's yeah, it's mean.
1: very it, it it is a strange thing. Anyway, moving on. More homework. Homework. <laughs> so um we've
0: got to find the one toy for the kid that can't be gotten. Yes. Um, kid is affectionate towards the right one. It's
1: a child clearly bonds with one but not the other of potential fathers. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Christmas is only three nights away. Yay. Um, there's a conversation that she's doing Christmas wrong because mm-hmm. she's a list person. Uh, they do decorate the tree together. They do. We've got a public proposal. From the wrong guy. Of course. Speaking of that, I couldn't remember. I know I've seen it before, but sometimes the wrong guy like sabotages the good guy. Uh, or like Mm -hmm. steal something of his I can't remember what other movies I've seen it in but we've seen it before I'm sure
1: well I think we didn't we talk about that with um Rip Van Winkle where he tries to and then yeah
0: yes absolutely yep you're right
1: yeah yeah good job um we have some deception happening
0: I would say from Richard's side Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely You're right about that. Deception. Um, Spending the whole movie wanting someone to go, but are sad when they do. (laughs) A public declaration of love over a loudspeaker.
1: Yes. (laughs) Which I said was airport declarations. (laughs) (laughs) So I will just say, I didn't have a pretty parade or an across the universe for this. So if you had either of those, go ahead.
0: Um, i I do. Um, just really, really quick. Uh, which, the pretty parade was the fact that her hair is so fucking luscious and beautiful in this movie. And I'm wondering if I'm missing having long hair. <laughs> I not, but it's the second time I've talked about someone's hair uh, this Christmas. And my across the universe is so dumb. Um, but with the with the conversation of um him not leaving a note or like the like this whole note thing, Henry Winkler was in um, Arrested Development, and there's a whole bit with like that's why you leave a note, and it just <laughs> and that just made me think of that, so it was really dumb. But
1: great. Did you have any new and noteworthy? I have a few. Okay, I have one. Okay. Uh, So my one was the fact that there is a shower scene and it is like she is clearly naked. Like you don't
0: see anything, obviously, but she is it's a naked shower scene in a Hallmark movie. Yes. Um, That was partly one of mine is they both see each other in various states of undress. (laughs) Uh, We don't often see that there's a couple of things that are new and noteworthy about this movie that are things that we see all the time that I felt like they gave actually good reasons for them to be happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: like having a stranger stay in your home. This was a very probable way of having that happen with like the fast sure. friends of Henry Winkler. And the same thing with finding the note in the pocket, it didn't just magically happen in some sort of random way. There was a very deliberate and like um, organic way of finding yeah. that note. Um which we Agreed don't on. often see. Usually it's very manufactured and stupid. So, yeah, yeah. that was Agreed. that. Uh, did you have a supporting shout out? Um, would we be terrible people if it wasn't Henry Winkler?
1: <laughs> well, here, here is where I landed on that. I didn't say Henry Winkler because I don't believe he's supporting. I believe he is a third lead. You're probably, yes. <laughs> I like, I he is such an integral part of this movie that, and like, I, I think he gets the same amount of screen time, like yeah, I, I just that's why I didn't put him was he is not supporting he is lead fair enough. um I had two because I know we've talked about how much Rita sucks, but the f- she sucks because i and and I love her existence because of how much Jen hates her, <laughs> so that was very enjoyable, wonderful, and I also really loved the airport lady, especially when she was just like, "Why" to Jen all the time. <laughs> like, like I don't understand you. You were here being like, "Get this man away from me," and now you're like, "But I want to find him." What is happening with you, lady? Like,
0: <laughs> we are on the same page um, because I also said the airport lady because I loved when she's when Jen was like, "I need to get this man out of my house," and she was like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, um, I said, skip the turtle was my other one. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Cause. We had Turtles. a few different names in this movie. Harry, Harry. and skip, yeah. but we stuck with skip. I think, yeah, um, I
1: was glad we did. I was a little upset when, uh, Morgan took him out of his cage. Cause I was like, um, what if the turtle needs to be in? Like, mm, okay. Don't yeah, touch yeah. animals. You don't know. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Kiss meter. Kiss meter.
0: Um, would you like to go first or should I? Um, I don't. I I, I can go first. Okay. It's fine. Because I rated this very high. Okay. I said it was a 9.75. Wow. Um, because... Uh, it didn't – it's rated that low because it didn't give me my zing. You know, like, you know, what I say, And if I feel it in my belly, uh, whatever. I did not feel it in my belly. And I think it's because her hair got in the way so you kind of couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. But the way he went in for the kiss and it was like a little open mouthed, and then he closes the door with his foot, kind of like his own like, little foot pop. I was like, yeah. Um And – Henry Winkler and Brian are there, but they don't see it. They turn around. So it's like, fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's my reading. How about you, Hannah?
1: Um I gave it a nine, so I'm right up there with you. Um, I do wish that they had kissed in the airport. Um, just because I feel like that was called for, yeah, at that point. but the the close and the the pull in closed door with their foot thing uh, mm-hmm.
0: yep i watched it i watched i played it back a couple times just to make sure that my rating was good so katie after jody's
1: recommendation would you recommend this movie to other people
0: i surely would i am so surprised i've never seen this movie before um, I think it's adorable. I like the lead woman a lot. Like um, there's a movie that she did uh, that I've been wanting to do for a while called Christmas Connection that I think she's also really great in. Um, he's fucking hot. Um, but I think I, this is what's mostly great about this is Henry Winkler and Morgan like, and him together. I, I get giddy about their relationship. They're so fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you,
1: Hannah? Um, I said, I'm kind of upset it took me this long to watch this movie uh, yeah. because I kind of loved it.
0: <laughs> this is it's, one I don't think on my mind Adorable. Watching. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really cute. And yeah. Yeah. I think it's like legitimately something that will be on my rotation as yeah. like a, as an actual Christmas movie. Yeah. No, like this is,
1: it's, it's super duper sweet. Yeah. We didn't even get into the violence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is a new and noteworthy how violent it is for a Christmas movie on Hallmark. <laughs> like they throw down their punches. He hits with, him with like a garbage can. <laughs> uh it's fine. So I mean, which speaks very highly of how sweet this movie was, the fact that the violence was not at the forefront of our mind. <laughs> Yes, that's true. That's true. amazing.
1: Uh, so all right, everybody. So thank you so much for going on this journey with us. Uh, if you are a newer, as in like the last like four or five years, Hallmark Watcher, go back and watch this one. This one's really cute. Yeah. We clearly agree. Um, And thank you for following us uh, and listening to us. Make sure that you're following us on Twitter, I guess i mean hopefully it still exists by the time this episode comes out Who knows um, uh one kiss means four where the one and the four are numerals we are trying to live tweet as many of these new movies as possible and we have a really good time
0: you join totally should um email is always an option that is one kiss means forever at gmail.com and that's all spelled out like it is on our logo
1: uh, and thank you, as always, to Flint Pastors for our intro-outro music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we shall see you next week!
0: More more Christmas! Woo! Bye! Bye! Bye.